Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, welcome to LGBT and D, where the D stands for dice, and every voice you hear is a member of the LGBT community. You can call me Andy because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns, and I am your GM as we play through this game of Masks, A New Generation, a game owned and produced by Magpie Games. I am joined once again by my four lovely players. Let's start with Justin this week. Hi, I'm Justin. I use he, him pronouns, as does my character, Ramos Price, also known as Shadowclaw. There's no reason I'm talking fast. I just am. Don't worry about it. Last episode, <laughs> Shadowclaw got helped out by a lot by Hocus, and then Hocus did more Hocusy things, being super helpful, as a hero does. That's what I remember last episode. My name is Weaver, you can call me Eve, I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and I play Laura Mooney, otherwise known as Nightshade. Uh, last week, um, I remember that we ended on a cliffhanger because I reminded everybody about, like, hey, what about that staff thing that we're supposed to have, like, the staff of the Olympia, Olympian staff, what? Try Olympians. I don't remember. It's a staff. There's a staff and an eye. Yeah, and then I, I... Got my first gay kiss. Laura got Laura got her first gay kiss. Mine was a long time ago. Congratulations. Thank you. It's about time. Howdy guys. I am Max, who uses he, him pronouns. I play Ruby, also known as Antithesis, who uses she, her pronouns. Last week, Ruby met her alleged father, only there were time shenanigans about. And he was just about her age. Uh, they got into a little fist fight, and he absconded like a pussy. So let's uh, continue on that thread for this issue of LGBT and D. Time shenanigans in my comics? It's more likely than you may think. Uh, hello, my name is Alexia. I give out she, her pronouns. Uh, my character is Al- Alana Hyde hero name currently undecided who also uses she her pronouns uh last issue i did lots of teleporting and was generally awesome and so humble so we ended last issue with the four of you grouped in ruby's basement laura had just reminded you all about the staff of the olympians which you have reason to believe is in the hands of a villain known as warlord who attacked Ramos's parents on the way to meet Ruby's mom. Yeah, that was the reminder that you all left off on. What do you all do after that? also missing the eye of zeus we should probably get that to prevent people from getting both of them together at the same time uh alana's right i think we can uh worry about my dad later as long as he doesn't get in too much trouble he'll be fine wouldn't we have both of them at the same time oh yeah that does i'm tell you what how about we each look after one i want the eye of zeus because this this is pretty i'll take the staff of the olympians then i guess 
Awesome. Glad that's sorted. If the staff hasn't already been taken, that was my assumption. We'll take it back. Well, where is it? I assumed that my parents found it amongst their collection, and then that Warlow took it from them. While the mom was on the way to collect it from them. But I don't know if any of that actually happened. Well, let's get to your house, see if you have it, and if you don't, take it back from whoever does. That works. Team, to Ramos' house? Let's go. I imagine we're all just looking at, at Alana right now, and just like, are we going the long way or the, the you way? We taking the bus or... All right, okay. Um, yeah, sure. Let's go. And I just like teleport everyone. The, the, the panel just shh. Yeah. It's just like we all have to hold hands like a Sailor Moon teleport. Absolutely. I make you tell have to hold hands, but you don't have to. Oh, good. I insist that you touch hold hands. Okay, so we. I actually like the idea of like we get the panel of the four of you standing in your little circle formation. And then the next panel is the four of you in the same formation, but just the background is completely different to whatever Ramos's house looks like. What would your parents' uh, sort of collection room look like? Um, it's not a collection room. It is quite literally every space in the house. The walls are just lined with things hanging up around. Uh, some have particularly... Uh, Need ones that need to be secured are covered with glass and like a lock or something. But beyond that, it's like a technological marvel. But otherwise, it's just a house covered with nonsense. Do you know, you knew previously where the staff of the Olympians was, correct? Right, because that's where I put it. They, as far as I could tell, they, they shouldn't have known. Right. I'm assuming you're going to look for it then? Definitely going straight to where it should have been. When you get to the spot where the Staff of the Olympians was left, it is no longer there. Oh, what a surprise. It's not where it was supposed to be. Great. Well, um, can, is Hocus, are you able to use your powers to see, like, a memory of where it went, who took it, etc.? Hopefully it was just my parents, but, like, who knows? Yeah, I can try. Um, so Hocus is gonna, like, wave, like, one hand over the other and just produce, like, a book of spells, and she's gonna consult it for a moment and then begin, like, waving her fingers, and she's gonna try and do a scrying spell to have a vision of, like, what happened with regard to the stuff Olympians that was here. Okay, go ahead and roll to unleash your powers for me. Plus freak. I got a four. Ooh, not good. Okay, go ahead and mark up that potential. As you do this scrying spell, you see the Staff of the Olympians being taken from its holding place. Uh, You do see that it is being taken by Ramos's parents, but you can't track where it's going to after that. And as this is happening, Ruby, well, I'll ask you, do you have your phone? Is Ruby a uh, vibration alert person or would she have a ringtone? No, it's making noise, dog. Okay, do you have a particular ringtone in mind? Um, probably just something really loud and obnoxious. That makes sense. So Baby Shark, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally Baby Shark. Canonically, Ruby's ringtone is now Baby Shark. 
as Baby Shark rings throughout the panel. Heavy metal remix. Yes. As that monstrosity of a ringtone is ringing throughout the panel, assuming you pull your phone out, you see that it is Jump Scare calling you. Why the fuck is Jump Scare calling me? What do you do? I'm going to give the phone to fucking Ramos. Uh, what? I guess I then grab it and just be like, hello? Channel 4, where's, where's Ruby at? She's with me, why? But I called her phone. Just, I mean, where is she? She needs to get down to Project Tower. Why? What's going on? As he's talking, you hear gunshots in the background, and he sounds like he's under stress. He says, uh, I can't really have a whole conversation right now. Just her mom's in danger down here. Get down here quick. Ruby, your mom. What? What? That, that, that's what Jump Scare said, your mom. Uh, it's because Ramos just yells, Your mom! <laughs> At Ruby, she's just like... <laughs> What, dude? The fuck? What about uh, her? Ramos, what, what, what jump scare say? Uh, there's gunshots and your mom's probably in danger. Where? Wherever the hell he's at. Wh- where did he say it was? I repeat the name of it. Yeah, the name was uh, Project Tower. You all would know this is a large tower building in, like, the east side of Halcyon City. It is currently under construction. Only about half of it has been finished thus far. It's, like, one of those long-term construction projects. Ruby just looks towards Alana, kind of expecting her to, you know... Okay. Um, I just teleport everyone there. Alana, the taxi service. I know. This is what I'm reduced to. So we're teleported there. Or is it more like an Uber or a Lyft? Well, you don't pay me, so you're like, I'm like, neither. Mm, True. (laughs) As the four of you are teleported to the bottom of Project Tower, we get a panel, one of those, like, long panels that goes across the entire left side of the page that shows this gigantic tower building. The bottom half of it looks to be about what you'd expect. Glass windows all over the place, uh, still making up the outside of the building. Once you get about halfway up, though, it is mostly girders and plywood and Things of that nature. This is very much under construction. There is construction equipment all over the area. Uh, Cranes and backhoes. (laughs) Other construction things that I definitely know the names of. And up towards the top of the building, we see several figures cloaked in shadow. From where you're at, you can't exactly tell who they are at the moment. What do you guys do? So are we getting up there or nah? Because we totally can as a group, right? Yeah. Um, does, does everyone want to just teleport up there or fly up there? I mean, it's either you or Laura. Actually, I have an idea. Why don't you teleport me above them? Oh, then you'll have the high ground, smart. Oh, I meant so that I could, like, drop in on them in element of surprise. Okay, whatever. Then I touch her and just teleport her. By herself, or do you go up there with her? Nah, by herself. She'll, she'll be fine. She's got this. Okay. Yeah, I'm basically immortal. In in before Laura gets one shot, let's fucking go, dudes. 
Okay, Laura, you have been poofed to, I'm guessing, a couple of feet above the action going on on top of this building? Probably. What do you want to do? I am going to, first and foremost, adopt my other form, which, uh, if anybody here is a fan of of, uh, Lovecraft, not his, like, racism, but, like, the, the stories... The king in yellow is kind of what I have, like, a mental image for Laura's other form, Nightshade's other form. Um, and so it's just kind of this, like, vaguely hooded figure with, like, a bunch of tentacle vines coming out from underneath. And she just lifts up her arms, and as she does, there's just this explosion of vines that are going to wrap around literally everyone. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll to... Well, I'll let you pitch to me do you think you're directly engaging a threat or are you unleashing your powers so first and foremost i'm opening the website because i haven't yet we don't technically know if they're a threat yet which is kind of assuming that that's why i'm trying i'm not doing anything to like hurt anyone i'm just doing it to like stop like immobilize yes yeah, fine we're just watching we're enjoying the spectacle actually i'm going to someone gave me so, uh, an opt like some advice a suggestion and i'm going to try that out this time i am going to use my abilities to basically flood the area instead with instead of with vines instead i'm going to flood it with um not quite pheromones but like maybe like hallucinogenic plant spores okay plant sedatives uh, plant based sedative spores what if one of them has asthma they might die. Fucking Alana. Darwin. <laughs> I don't know. Then we'll bring them back. We'll figure out a way. It's fine. That sounds more like unleashing your powers to me. I, I'm i good with unleashing my powers because that's my highest stat. Okay. Roll to pollinate. I got an eight. Okay. On a seven to nine market condition or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. I am going to say that the spores have an unintended effect on me, and I'm insecure. Ruby sneezes because she's got really bad allergies on the ground. <laughs> Down on the ground, we just get a panel of Ruby sneezing before we cut back up to the top. As you are free-falling through the air towards this, the top of this building, you see that there are four figures on the building currently. One of them is a man in a metallic mask that you would know is Warlord. One of them is the former Antithesis, who is bound and uh, held captive on her knees by him. The other two appear to be Jump Scare and the Silver Age Shadow Claw, Silver Shadow. The four of them start seemingly being affected by the spores that you have put out, and as you see them starting to slow in their movements, let's cut back down to the ground, and I want to find out what the rest of the group is doing. Okay, so now the rest of us would be on our way up there, right, Alana? (sighs) Fine. Who wants to go first? Fuck yeah, dude. Let's go. Okay. Uh, I'm going to teleport Ruby behind them so so she can get the drop on them because her powers kind of kind of lend them. Cause she seems to like throwing stars and stuff, so su- the elements of surprise would kind of help. I'm assuming teleported behind Warlord? Behind Warlord, yeah. Okay. Ruby, you are teleported in. What are you going to do? Um, Warlord is a... Do we know anything about his powers? 
He is very gifted combat ability. He has a lot of guns and weapons, but he doesn't have powers per se. He's just kind of an asshole with a gun that's really good at fighting. Okay, so, um, can I, I can... So, evil Batman, got it. Yeah, can I see uh, my mom from here, from where I am? Like, the back of her head, I presume? Yes. Warlord does look like he's starting to drift out of consciousness, but he hasn't gone completely yet. Alright, Ruby isn't in this pollen, right? The pollen is now on the ground. If you don't move fast, it's going to have an effect on you. Ruby's gonna, like, cover her nose with her mu- with her hand and yell up to Laura to get her out of the cloud before she faints. So Laura can just, like, just, you know, tentacle her. It doesn't really matter. Well, the pollen has pretty much taken over the top floor of this building, so there's not a whole lot of places that Ruby could go without being just, like, thrown off of the building. Um... Could Laura possibly get her, like, out of a window and just suspend her outside? The top floor that you're on is open air at the moment. It hasn't been completed yet. So you could be, like, dangled over the edge of the building if that's what you wanted, but there wouldn't be, like, you'd be kind of hung out to dry, no pun intended. Yeah, Ruby Ruby just wants to, like, see and shot call because Laura can handle most about anything and also i'm sure the cloud isn't gonna just persist forever i just I just don't want ruby like you know sitting there knock the fuck out go ahead and roll to provoke nightshade into making ruby in the into a pinata that's gonna be an 11 okay nightshade if you do it we add a team to the pool if you don't do it you will mark a condition are there any like platforms yeah there's like uh cranes with the uh token wooden platforms hanging nearby. We'll go with that. Okay, then I'm just going to pick her up and set her up on those. Okay. Uh, back down to the ground. What are Shadowclaw and Alana getting into? Do you want to go next? or I can get up there, but I mean, it's pretty amusing that we're all being teleported. So let's keep this train going. Yeah, Um. do we have those communicators, by the way? That's a good question. Are you all still on the young beacon communicators or would you have taken them out alana kept it yeah it makes no sense not to keep them because we need them it's something we need until ruby can replace it um ruby would be using the communicator to tell them to get the fuck up here like right now yeah okay we should uh okay is there any way you'd like to go or do you want me to just kind of throw you up there and hope you land in a good place yeah okay it'll be fine uh yeah so alana just touches him and teleports him up there and then she like levitates herself up there to be different how is Shadowclaw making his entrance into this battle? Superhero land? No. Um, if I'm, like, teleport yeeted, I guess, I'll land cool in the darkness. Sort of like, it seems like it would be a big impact, but it's more of like a, a little splash, that kind of thing, but into, a, like, a shadow. And then I just stand back up out of it. Okay. So we now have the four of you up on top of this building. We will go into entering battle against a dangerous foe as a team for the second time tonight. Uh, Add two team to the pool. If the leader has influence over every teammate, add another team. Do you all even have a concrete leader right now? Yes, and I do. Yes, yes, yes. Does everybody accept that Ruby is the leader for the time being? Oh, I thought Max was trying to say that uh, Nightshade was the leader. No, it's that it's, it's Ruby. 
<laughs> no, I like I set up the I set up the rule that it's like once you guys are back on terms and you're not fighting anymore, like one of you, like Ruby's the leader again. I don't want to be the leader. Yeah, I was joking. It's Ruby. You guys made up. She's the leader again. I have influence over everyone again. We're good. <laughs> this is fine. Uh, does everyone have the same purpose in the fight? Hell yeah. Um, everyone recognizes my mom, right? Uh, I would. <clears throat> or Alana would, rather. Let's see. Male, male, female. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, everyone recognizes my mom, pretty much. We know who Warlord is. Let's get this shit taken care of. It, I mean, there's not much to really talk about, guys. Am I right? Moonlighter's out? Question. Does anybody differ from their primary focus being saving Ruby's mom as opposed to taking down Warlord, protecting Jump Scare, taking down Silver Shadow, any of those? Or are you all agreeing on save Ruby's mom? Do we see the staff anywhere? You do not. Oh, crap. The shadow that's here, is this a good or bad? I completely forgot. He's the one that met you on the street and was like, hey, come be evil with us. Well, shit. I was gonna say that it's probably that I'm gonna kick the shit out of Warlord, but also there's that, so I'm not even sure what I'm doing. Alrighty then. Uh, does any team member mistrust Ruby or the rest of the team? Okay, I will take that as a no. And would you all say that your team is ill-prepared or off-balance at the moment? No. I'd say a definite no for that because we are back together as a team and we know that shit was going down, so we're ready to kick shit. <laughs> okay. So we are going to start off this battle with seven team in the pool, thanks to everything happening so much. Your team from the last battle has carried over. Let's go over to Nightshade. What are you going to do? You see Silver Shadow and Jump Scare sort of on one side of this building. Uh, Warlord is on the other with Ruby's mom. Uh, he is strapped down with guns, pouches everywhere. Uh, looks like he's got weapons out the ass. There is also a case next to his feet that is secured shut. You do not know what is in that. Okay, so I have an idea because he's like drowsy, right? Like he's still a little fucked. He appears to be that way, yes. Perfect. I am going to uh, launch both of my arms. They're just both going to completely unwind into these long, God, there's no way that I can say this without it being vaguely sexual, long, hard vines. Hey. You're welcome. Uh... And one of my arms, the collective mass of vines that was one of my arms, is going to slam into him, and the other one is going to grab the case. Okay. Go ahead and roll plus danger to directly engage a threat for me, then. Oh, boy. Five! Okay. If two of you want to burn up two team from the pool, you can bring that up to a mixed success, or we can deal with the consequences. I think we can do better than that. You think you want to deal with the consequences there, Dolores? Uh, I mean, we're all here. We can back each other up. So I have the ability, not human enough, that when you directly engage a threat in a terrifying fashion, mark a condition to choose an additional option, even on a miss. 
Ooh. Okay, so I still get to make my move against you, but you do get to choose one from the list. Basically, yeah. Okay, so go ahead and mark your potential and choose one from the list, and then we will find out what happens after that. Okay, I am going to do, 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 take something from them. Do I only get one thing from them? Yes. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay, so should it be take something from them or impress, surprise, or frighten? Because I feel like I'm taking the case, but I'm also kind of, like, doing it as a feint, where it's, like, one of my arms is meant to distract them while the other one steals the, like, yoinks the fucking case. Which one would that fall under? Well, I will say that with the failure, you're going to get to choose either one or the other. You're not going to be able to do both. As far as knocking him off the building and grabbing the case. My goal isn't to do both. My goal is just to get the case. I've learned that when people have cases, that it's usually important. As the vine reaches out and we see him faint to the right, you grab the case from his left. But as he does move out of the way, he pulls a gun off of his waistband. He puts it against the side of Ruby's mom's head and looks at you and says, Drop that case, girl. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. Can Ruby get a turn here, Doc? Yeah, Ruby, I feel like that's a time that you might want to try to do a thing. Okay. Um, I want to use one of my passive moves, but that would require me to act in a very particular way. So I'm going to also take a stab at trying to trick him in a way. I'm going to use Ruby's powers to send a shuriken aimed at his head. And at the same time, I'm going to um, use a whip to try and like whip the gun out of his hand. Okay, so that's your are you watching closely move? Yep. Okay, roll plus superior for me. That's a 10. Okay, on a 10 plus, choose three. You get an opportunity, you expose a weakness or flaw, you confuse them for some time, or you avoid further entanglement. I'm going to take an opportunity, I'm going to confuse them for some time, and I'm going to expose a weakness or flaw. Okay, I think the opportunity comes through the weakness or flaw. As you knock the gun out of his hand, you realize that he doesn't have powers. If you are able to get his weapons away from him, he is not much more than just a very good... Yeah, martial artist. So the opportunity is that it is going to take a slight amount of time for him to be able to get a weapon out because he has been confused by this sort of double dual attack that the two of you have been unleashing on him. As that is happening, we see Silver Shadow from behind a beam. He looks over at Shadow Claw and says, I knew you'd join up with us eventually. Let's take this guy out. And he is trying to, uh, you, wait, he doesn't have influence on you anymore, does he? No, he doesn't. Okay, he would be trying to shift your labels, but he does not. What do you do as he says that? Who is he trying to reference that we t- t- try and take out? Warlord. Oh, that's weird. Silver Shadow is Apex, Warlord is not. Yeah, I know. As a hero, the fact that there's any difference in the evil is just mad to me. <laughs> They're just all bad. Well, I'm gonna agree without, like, directly agreeing, as 
a teenager is want to do. It's like, I'm going to do it, but not by your rules. <laughs> okay, what is Shadow Claw going to do? Um, I'm going to go with an uppercut from his shadow to try and launch him into the air. Okay, go ahead and roll to directly engage a threat for me then. Solid seven. Okay, on a seven to nine, you get to pick one. Resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I'll avoid their blows. Okay, so you do manage to come from out of his shadows with that uppercut. He dodges back just in time. So the two of you are sort of engaged in hand-to-hand combat. Uh, You do note as you're fighting equally on even footing with him that you are working your way back, driving him back towards the edge of this building. Alana, what are you going to get up to? Um, Nightshade has the case now, doesn't she? Uh, she grabbed hold of it. She does not have it like near her yet, though. Okay. Um, can I use? I want to use my telekinesis to just kind of throw the case in her direction. And while I'm doing that, um. Is War- Warlord's off balance, isn't he? Yes, he is sort of backpedaling towards the edge of this building. Oh, I'm going to pull him. As he fights uh, Shadowclaw. Okay, yeah, I'm going to pull him. Like, because I'm just kind of levitating off the edge of the building, so I'm just going to pull him towards me. And I'm going to push the uh, the case towards Nightshade. Okay. Uh, let's see. I guess that would be directly engaging a threat. Or would yeah. it be unleashing? Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. I am, once I have... Okay, I'll try that. Um, I am going to, after I've pulled him... Okay, i got a seven. Uh, if I can pull him kind of off the edge of the building, I'm just going to kind of hold him there, just because I think he'll be a lot less of a threat. Maybe I'll drop Okay. Him. So you get to resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Uh, definitely create an opportunity for my allies. Okay, and that opportunity would be what exactly? Um, ideally to kind of uh, get hold of the case and to disable... Uh, is it Warmonger? Warlord. Warlord, sorry, yeah. Disable Warlord um, in this kind of situation. Okay, so he does manage... Well, no, I guess he's not really got too much of a chance to deliver a blow against you. So you do manage to get him levitating in the air, but as this is going down, Silver Shadow leaps forward, and he grabs the case out of the air as Nightshade is pulling it back towards her. Rude. He starts to take off towards a different side of the building. What do the rest of you do? Um, is that cloud still in there No. It's uh, dissipating now. Okay. Um, can I have Alora just throw me in, um, what is his name? Silver, whatever's. Silver Shadow. Silver Shadow's direction. Also, um, I'm going to yell to Alana to get my mom out of here. I don't care where she teleports her to, just somewhere. Okay. I feel like that is provoking Alana. Okay. So go ahead and roll plus superior for me. Good thing that's my highest stat. That's an 11. Okay. Alana, if you take Ruby's mom away, you will add a team to the pool. If you don't do it, you will have to mark a condition. 
Okay, um, I'm going to... Because oh, I've still got this guy floating in the air. I guess I'm just going to have to throw him back onto the platform. And then I'm going to grab Ruby's... Hmm. No, you know what? I'm just going to teleport Ruby's mum to the ground below. Uh, and I'm going to keep the guy uh, levitating near me. Okay, so are you taking him down to the ground with you? Yeah, I'm going to bring everyone down to the ground. Well, those two down to the ground with me. And I'm going to deal with him there. Okay. Wait a second. Wait a second. She's teleporting Warmonger and my mom to the same place. Warlord. Warlord. Yeah. To the street. I'm te- I'm teleporting your mum to the ground, like off in a distance, and I'm oh. yeah, and I'm bringing uh, Warlord down with me, and then I'm gonna okay. take care of them. Okay, so go ahead and roll to unleash your powers for me. Sure, ten. Okay, on a ten, you do it. So, actually, do you have any conditions marked? <laughs> I have two. Okay, unleash your powers is hopeless, which you are not. So that's fine. On a 10, you do it. So we see where is it that you're teleporting yourself and Warlord to? And where is Ruby's mom going? Um, Warlord and myself are just teleported to where the Moonlighters were standing kind of a moment ago. Uh, Ruby's mom's just kind of a short uh, distance away. Like far enough that she's not going to be like caught in the battle, but near enough that she's still like nearby. Just because I'm not entirely sure if she's like alive and okay and stuff and i probably want to check on her after i mean she's like supporting her weight up she's she's good wasn't she drugged by nightshade i'm just wondering if she's like yeah you're right like she she was previously supporting her weight up she wasn't like unconscious or anything okay because i'm just thinking i might need to heal her afterwards but okay so is nightshade going to throw ruby at silver shadow yes Sure, why not? Okay, and what is Ruby doing in that instance? She is going to catch that motherfucker around the midsection. Okay, roll plus danger to directly engage a threat for me then. Oof, please give me this one, RNGs. That's a nine. Okay, uh, does anybody want to use a team from the pool? Uh, probably Nightshade to bring that up to a ten. I can do that. Okay. Awesome, thank you so much. So give me a little bit about, like, how does that look on the page as Nightshade is flinging Ruby at him? Uh, so I guess what I'm going to do is, as I'm flinging Ruby, I'm also going to unleash, like, a barrage of thorns to kind of slow him down. Okay, that'll work. Ruby, you get to pick two from the list. Resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Um... Taking something from them would be the case. Okay. But um, creating an opportunity for my allies, would that fall under just, like, completely knocking him down and, like, being on top of him? God. Yes, that would count. As you get thrown at him, though, the two of you are very close to the edge of this building. You manage to wrest the case from his hands, but the impact of you slamming into him knocks not just him to the ground, but the two of you off of the top of this building, and the two of you are hurtling several stories down towards the ground. Awesome. Uh, Shadow Claude, it's been a bit since you've had a panel. What do you want to do? Be annoyed that uh, Silver Shadow said, hey, let's go do this together. And I'm like, oh, sure, for the moment. And then he just does something else. I'm annoyed at that. Villain's gonna villain. I know. He's a real dick. Anywho, um, let's see. Uh, 
we got some people falling. Uh, can I assess the situation? That's probably a smart idea. Go ahead and roll plus superior for me. I rolled an eight on my superior roll. Okay, you get to pick one from the list. What here can I use to blink? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most vulnerable to me? And how could we best end this quickly? And one thing I do want to point out, even if you feel like a question may be obvious, like what here is in the greatest danger? If you do ask it, you get a plus one while acting on the answer that I give you. So it's not necessarily a waste of a question to ask something you already know the answer to gotcha uh let's see how could we best end this quickly i can kind of tell what's vulnerable but i I have faith the best way to end this would be (laughs) honestly as you realize that silver shadow and warlord are basically both interested in possession of that case if you manage to get it from ruby who currently has it, and get it far away from here into some sort of hidden position, that would be the best way to quickly end this. And what is the status of Jump Scare? He is still on top of the building with you. He hasn't done a whole lot just yet. Well, I meant, like, is he fully conscious? Is he groggy, etc.? Oh, he looks like he's been through a hell of a fight, but he's still fully conscious. He looks able-bodied. Um, I'm gonna yell at him to get that case out of here. We'll meet back later. Um, and then I guess I'll... Ah, shit. Guess I'll go for another punch at... Who, who has the case moment at the moment? Uh, Ruby has it. She's currently falling towards the ground with Silver Shadow. Okay, awesome. Uh, are they currently touching? Are we touching? Yes. Haha. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with... What side of the building are they on, actually? I I could probably still do it, but... They're on the opposite side from where you're at. Oh, so I saw them go over the edge and they're gone? Yes. Uh, I guess I could just run over there to see if I can get to do anything useful. Okay, Uh, first go ahead and roll to provoke jump scare to take the case away. Sounds good to me. That's another superior roll. That's a seven this time. Okay, we get a panel of jump scare looking between you and then over towards where Silver Shadow and Antithesis are falling. We see a look of indecision across his face. He is Apex, just like Silver Shadow, so the idea of taking the case away is double-crossing his ally. And then he shakes his head real quick and you see him teleport away. We get a panel of him teleporting next to Ruby and Silver Shadow. He grabs the case out of Ruby's hands and then teleports off. And Justin, go ahead and take a note. You have a plus one forward uh, next time you make a roll involving jump scare. And then what do you do as you look over the edge of this building and see Antithesis and Silver Shadow about to smack into the ground? I'm very, very tempted to accelerate the falling to a of uh silver shadow and punch him further into the ground but i won't and i'll use a shadow hand to from like the building's shadow presumably to catch ruby and cushion the blow instead of falling smack down okay go ahead and roll to defend antithesis then oh that's a savior roll is it i've heard you're pretty good at those i rolled a 14 let's go boys 
Okay. Uh, on a hit, you keep them safe and choose one. Add a team to the pool. Take influence over Ruby or clear a condition. Uh, that's going to have to be adding team to the pool. That brings us back up to a seven in your team pool. You do grab Ruby out from the air. Uh, what's that look like? Is it coming and just like holding her in the air? Or does it like take her down to the ground? What's the deal there? Um, since it's just Sh- Silver Shadow going down, I assume he has the similar powers of being able to travel through the shadows. It's actually going to be um, a cushion the fall and then being pulled into the shadows and back up where the rest of us are. He can get fucked. If he comes back up, then we'll deal with him then. Okay. I do think that... Okay, so Ruby gets pulled up through the shadows up to where you were at. Uh, we see Silver Shadow meld into the shadows of the building and pop out down on the ground. He looks up at the three of you that are on top of the building with his hands on his hips and shakes his head and then just turns and starts to run off into the concrete jungle that is Halcyon City. Back over where Alana's at, Warlord looks at you and says, Just let me down. All I need is the Eye of Zeus and we'll be done with this. You want peace to come to this city, don't you? That would be lovely. Why do you want the Eye of Zeus and the stuff? Wait, didn't you just lose the stuff of the Olympians? Someone else got the case. You don't have it anymore. You see the look in his eyes behind his mask. He scowls over at you and he says, All in due time, I'll get what I need. I'm going to try and read his mind because I want to know exactly what he means by that. Okay, roll to Pierce's mask. Ironically, using your telepathic powers is plus mundane here. Seven. Okay, on a seven to nine, you get to ask one from the list. What are you really planning? What do you want me to do? What do you intend to do? How could I get your character to blank? Or how could I gain influence over you? Um, I guess, what are you really planning? Okay, as you read into his mind, you see that his plan was to have hold of the former antithesis, Ruby's mom. He was trying to use her as a hostage to bargain with Apex in order to get the Eye of Zeus so that he could combine it with the Staff of the Olympians, which would give him, as he understands it, a source of unlimited power that he could use to take over Halcyon City. I thought, um... So the Apex have the Eye of Zeus now? That is what you were reading from his mind, yes. Okay, I suppose it could be incorrect. Um, uh, He's just an angry good dude with guns, isn't he? Um, Speaking of, he does pull a gun from his hip and is pointing it directly at your face as he's levitating in the air. What do you do? Oh no, I'm terrified. Um, I'm just gonna teleport you know um the location that i fought my my father i'm just going to teleport him there like far away from here okay roll to unleash your powers to do that before he pulls the trigger 10 (laughs) okay so we see we get like the close-up panel of his finger pulling on the trigger but right before it hits that point he has been teleported away uh back to the top of the building what are the three of you gonna do um, I'm going to get on that there communicator, and I'm going to um, ask Alana what's going on with uh, fucking guy, war, war fucker, and that is in character. Oh, yeah, he's gone. I'm going to go check on your mom now. Thanks. A lot. Yep. Um, 
Andy, I'm going to try and read Ruby's mum's mind to see where the Eye of Zeus is. Okay, I feel like that's unleashing your powers. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, it's unleashing your powers. Okay, as she's unconscious, do I get any bonus or is it just like, just as you are? Uh, let's just go as it is. Okay. Oh god, three. Okay, you reach out towards her mind and you feel like as this mental link is being established between you you feel a shock run through your body your brain suddenly feels like it's about to explode your head is pounding and i'm gonna need you to take a powerful blow for me sure oh this isn't good okay seven ouch okay Choose one, lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. You give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain, mark two conditions. Um, I'm going to struggle past the pain, and I'm going to mark two conditions. I'm gonna... Okay, what two are you marking? Uh, I'm going to mark angry, because uh, I'm annoyed that I wasn't able to, that I was blocked somehow from this, and insecure, because I'm sort of upset that I wasn't able to do that with my powers. Okay, as this happens, you see her eyes open up, and she looks up at you and she says, What's going on? I dealt with Warlord. I need to know, do you have the Eye of Zeus? She scoffs and says, You may be one of Ruby's little friends, but that doesn't mean you get access to that information. (sighs) I'm very irritated with, with you villains. I really would like to know where the Eye of Zeus is. I'm saying please. I'm being really nice. Unbind me. I'm gonna try and... I'm gonna try and throw her into another dimension. What the fuck, dude? My storage dimension. Okay. Roll to unleash your powers. 13. Awesome. Okay. So I like the idea of we see Antithesis looking over the edge of this building. I wanted to do it subtly. I didn't want Antithesis to know. I wanted no one to know, if possible. I just really like the idea of her saying it. Uh, sure, yeah, okay, if you like. If you don't mind. Uh, yeah, no, if, if you if you want. Okay, just because I love the drama. But we look, we see Antithesis looking over the edge of the building. She doesn't see that Alana is the one doing this, but as she's uh. looking over the edge of the building... Uh, antithesis, you see your mom suddenly just blink out of existence. What do you do? So I immediately get on the communicator and scream into everyone's ear. It's like that kind of, like, you ever had someone scream really loud over Overwatch and it starts to crackle and, like, yeah. and, like fizz in your ears? It's like that. Um, okay, so Hocus is gonna say, Ruby, your mom, she, I don't know, she disappeared. Where's she? Can you see her? Fuck, what do you mean she disappeared? People don't just disappear. That isn't one of her powers. I think... I, th- I think Wallop was working with someone else. I think... I'm going to scout the area. Hang on. And uh, Hocus... Oh, Alana is going to start, like... Is going to levitate. She's going to pretend to start looking... Uh, looking around the area. Looking for, like, some kind of magical entity or being. Alexia, why would you do this? It's been a minute. What's Nightshade doing as all this is going down? Oh, yeah. That is a really good question. Watching on in abject horror. Honestly, I don't think that I would know that like Alana was capable of making people disappear. So I don't think that I would piece that together. Would I? 
No, Alana's too smart. Would you have a reason to suspect Alana? I mean, to be fair, I do know that she's gotten a lot more powerful since she got back. Because, like, before she was part of the, um, the, the beacons, before she was part of that group, she only teleported us a few times. And now she's teleporting, like, 80 times every episode. So I know she's gotten more powerful, but I don't know if that would fall under her domain. Well, I'll tell it to you this way. If Nightshade would suspect Alana, you can roll to pierce her mask. If not, then you would not have any reason to suspect she was behind this. I will leave that up to what you think Nightshade would feel in this situation. So basically, do you suddenly have some distrust for your team member? (laughs) Suddenly. I mean, to be fair, the tension between the two of them has been boiling for a couple of issues now. I'm going to say that I, I suspect her enough that I'm going to, like, look into it. Like, I would never, I, I wouldn't, like, confront her on it, but I suspect her enough that I'm going to be like, what if? Roll plus mundane for me, then. I got a four. Ha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, as you are looking at Alana as she's levitating in this sort of downtown area. You feel something enter into your brain. You feel your head pulse to the point that it drives Nightshade down to her knees. And I need you to take a powerful blow for me. Are you... Wow. Okay. So I'm going to use my... um my ability, I am not my body. Uh, when you take a powerful blow, you may roll as if you had two fewer conditions marked. If you do on a 10 plus, you must lose control of yourself in a terrible way. Okay. So that's a flat 2d6. I, eight. Okay. On a seven to nine, you get to choose one, lash out verbally, give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. Uh, I'm going to give ground. Mm-mm. Okay. I feel like that's the only one that makes sense. Yeah. I'm trying to think, because your opposition in this instance isn't necessarily Alana. It's (laughs) what is inside of her, but it's not invading you. So I'm trying to think of what that opportunity could be. Kinky, apparently. More mind control. Yay. Alana's white diamond confirmed. Sounds like Alana needs to comfort or support an ally who seems to be in a bad state. Yeah, yeah I should make her feel better. It wasn't me. Silly Nightshade. <laughs> I think, yeah, as Nightshade falls down to her knees on the ground, uh, some of the vines that are tangled around her, like on her arms and legs and branching off from them. I think we see as they go black for a panel and then they turn back to their normal color after that. What just happened? And then your headache seems to go away as quickly as it came. Okay. So what are you guys doing? Um, Can we all group up, please? Uh, Because the whole mom disappearing thing is kind of really suspicious. Like, can get Hocus, Nightshade, Shadowclaw, everyone, all together in yeah. one place, please? Yeah. Like, we, we have the, 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 the rod, right? We got the case? No, Jumpscare took the case. I know. Where the f- I, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> it may not be a... Yeah. Where the hell is Jumpscare? Hello? Where's your boyfriend? Uh, 
I don't know at the moment. You can probably try calling him when he called you, you call earlier. Him. I'm not going to call Jump Scare. Don't ever ask me to do that again. <sighs> okay. I'm, I'm going to call Jump Scare. Okay. Just a second. I'm trying to think about some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the phone rings for several rings before finally Jump Scare picks up and he goes, Hello? Are you okay? Yeah, I just, I don't know. What do you want me, what do you want, Shadowclaw? Where am I, what am I supposed to do with this? I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I'm, where do you want this? Uh, well, we're trying to to keep it bring the case to us. Here, now. Yeah. That bubble comes over my bubble, and I'm like, I'm working on <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I would tell him, well, I'd say bring it to us, so we're not going to do anything bad with it. Go ahead and roll to provoke him, uh, and remember you've got your plus one on this roll. So that was a two plus one plus two, that makes a five. Okay, so you see as... There is a foof. The smell of sulfur fills the air in front of you. The case is now at your feet open, but nothing is inside of it. Fuck's sake, dude! And the phone goes silent. Is this the first time that he's poofed something and just something? Because that's interesting. Yes. Also, uh, mark potential. Aw, I feel so bad whenever you tell me that. (laughs) Don't fucking tell me! Don't fucking tell me! Well, he has originally been with them. <sighs> Do you know where he is right now? Absolutely no clue. Okay. Uh, Andy? Do we have a tech friend? Yes. Um, I can't use been reading the files on Jump Scare because I know him already, right? Uh, just a second. Yeah, no, you've already encountered him before. Okay. So, I could possibly use Criminal Mind to assess the situation and figure out where Jump Scare would be. Based on, like, a process of elimination. Like, we know where he lives, right? I mean, you don't have to roll to figure that part out. Ramos does know uh, the sort of hangout area where he is with his group of outcast homeless youths. Cool. Um, Ruby's gonna get on the communicator to Alana. Um, alright. Jump scare fucked us over. We gotta get to him fast. I think he's planning something. My mom will be okay. Okay. That's good. Um, I'm not... I don't even know if they had the stuff. I need to go question Warlord. No, no. We need to get to jump scare. Warlord is... Just let it be, dude. Trust me. Fine. Weren't we worried about your mom? She'll be okay. As long as she doesn't have a gun to her head. I'm sure she'll figure things out. She's like the head of the criminal empire. She'll be fine. Cannot argue with that. Shouldn't we worry about, like... If she just disappeared, like, who? How? I don't know how that happened. As long as I've known her, I don't think disappearing is exactly in her skill set. Maybe she went invisible. She Hmm. doesn't go invisible, Ramos. Was it like an escape plan? Like maybe somebody else, someone like one of her her lackeys teleported her out. I should have someone shadowing her all the time. She's the head of Apex. Hmm. As far as I know, that's not exactly a thing. I mean, unless it was Jump Scare or Alana, there aren't really very many options. Right. Miss Mind can do it, but... Oh, right. Well, we can figure... We need to... That's a detective case. We can think about that later. We can more actively pursue um, this physical object that may or may not be around. Your boyfriend fucked us over, Ramos. What's up with that? 
In so many words, yes. Do we even know what was in the case? No, technically not. Warlord implied that it wasn't actually the stuff the Olympians in the case. I don't care what it was. I feel like we should. Yeah, well, let's let's figure it out directly. I pick up the case and walk over to the group. <laughs> nah. With all of us back together, we don't need a shitty extra member now. Slightly offended. <laughs> but okay, I understand. That arc is fucking over. Good riddance. <laughs> Maybe we should give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, if he lied, I mean, did he lie to Ramos? What if he tried he, to send it to Ramos, but he got something interfered? I told him to, to to give the case to us. That is technically what he did. And I don't know what he, if he still has connections with Apex or what. So perhaps he's got some other line of thinking regarding them. Or perhaps he's afraid, like he always is. That's all I can ever say. Well, well, he's he done a lot to help us. Like, we don't really have a reason to believe that he would just turn on us now. We'll ask these questions later. Alana, can you get us down to that little fucking homeless trap he lives at? Uh, yeah, sure. Quick question. Has Ramos actually given that information, or would he be keeping that to himself? Which part? Uh, where they would uh, presumably find Jump Scare where he lives. Ramos, is, uh, Ruby has been there once before, right? Yeah, we've been to the bridge at least and I f we figured that uh the rest of the place wasn't far from there yeah the bridge wasn't where he lived that was just kind of a place he was meeting up with I've you guys i've got at. a move that i could use um i have a move that i should have used earlier <clears throat> called may the bridges i burn light the way uh when you take an action wow. that will do significant damage to a relationship with someone you knew in your past life you may instantly clear angry and shift labels are your choice uh so i forgot to do that one earlier uh, the one I've got is all the best stuff. You've compiled access to caches of equipment and weaponry other supers have hidden in the city. When you access a cache, say whose cache it is. If it's a hero's roll past savior, if it's a villain's roll past danger. On a hit, you find a tool or intel useful to your situation. The GM will detail. On 7 to 9, you leave evidence you've been here. On a miss, you've tripped an alarm and they're coming. Prepare to explain yourself. I don't know how uh, appropriate that would be with jump scare, but I was thinking that could be appropriate. Yeah, go ahead and give me that roll. Is Jumpscare technically a hero or a villain currently? Because he's kind of... That motherfucker is a villain. Yeah, he's a villain at this point. <laughs> he's a villain. Okay, so plus danger. <laughs> Three. Okay, give me <sighs> just a second. Mark your potential. I've got full potential track now. Okay, go ahead and either take your advancement or hold on to it if you need to uh, see what it is that you're looking into. Um, hmm. While you are thinking on that, what exactly is it that you're trying to access in this instance? So basically a place where Jumpscare would consider it secure enough that he could store kind of any valuables, because um, he was, or is a thief, um, so my kind of thought process is like anything, he'd, want, he'd like have a place that I'd presumably know about where he'd store uh, anything kind of really valuable that it's stolen before I take it to like a fence or anything like that. Hobo caches. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Okay. 
So if you will allow me a little bit of creative liberty here, during Hocus's time on the Young Beacons, uh, they probably helped her to analyze Jump Scare. They have done battle against him several times in the past, as we have established before. So you know sort of some of his hiding spots around town. As you take yourself to one of those, you see that there is... A, uh, like, as you teleport in, you notice a red light in the corner. It is a camera that we see through the lens of that shows Hocus in this building. And Ramos gets a text on his phone that says, What the hell are you doing? Stop sending people after me. I text back a reply and say, What are you talking about? Is Ruby with Ramos while he's getting these text messages? Yes. She's gonna, like, loom over his shoulder. I d- don't... I don't get in the way of that. <laughs> She's gonna, like, loom over his shoulder and, like, become enraged when she realizes it's Jump Scare. You get a text back from Jump Scare that just says Hocus, and then you get another text from the unknown number that texted you previously in the night. And this one says, we can fix this. Is that a duplicate of what was sent before? Because that sounds very similar. Uh, previously, it was something to the effect of we can make them better. It was specifically targeted at your parents. This one is a more general, uh, we can fix this. Did Hocus like, leave us while we were just like standing around? Yes, she teleported out to check on the cache. If she would like to return, that is something I will allow you to do, Alexia. Uh... Yeah, I didn't. I, it's, there was nothing there, was there? Or nothing uh, that was related to the stuff of the Olympians? Um, no. Yeah, okay, so I'll just return and say, it, he's not He's not there, there's nothing there. Well, the only thing I've got is a message from that message before, about fixing things and betterness and what the hell ever. Sounds like cult nonsense. Ask what they mean. Alright, I text back to that number and be like, what do you mean? And I text back to... Jump scare. I'm gonna kick jump scare's ass. I'm going to kick jump scare's ass. Well, you did half ass the suitcase. Excuse you do me? not get. Excuse me, half ass? Half ass? I fell off a building. He he was texting that to jump scare. I'm pretty sure. And he and Ruby's reading over my shoulder. <laughs> oh, okay, fair. Uh, you do not get a text back from Jump Scare. You do get a text back from uh, Mr. Unknown Number that says, All you have to do is work with me, and we can fix reality. And you do note that the word reality is spelled with a capital R instead of a lowercase r. This just feels like hocus nonsense. <laughs> this is above my pay grade. <sighs> um... Hocus, it's, it's saying something about reality now. Man, I don't... This is some weird shit. Can I have a look? Sure, and I, I just turn the phone around and show it. Uh, I'm gonna text, who is reality? I like it, I like it. <laughs> After several minutes, you get a reply text, and it just says, reality is all that was, is, and ever will be. Vague. Um, I'm just gonna throw it back to... Uh, Shadowclaw. I d- yeah. We can try weird. and trace the number, maybe? I think we tried that before, didn't we? That's in character as well. 
How about we can try it magically? Magic is fun. Right. Well, I do know where Shadowclaw usually goes if we wanted to... Shadowclaw. Wow. Me. I know where I go. <laughs> well, that's good. Shade. Wow. All right. I know where jump scare goes generally. So if we wanted to go there, we could do that. Because this text nonsense is just weirding me out. I mean... Uh, we can deal with that later. Does everyone agree we should go after Shadow... Uh, jump scare? Damn it. Jump scare. Fucking <laughs> Shadow Fucking Shadow, Fucking Shadow Claw. Claw. Yes, we should chase him down and put a knife in his shoulder. Yeah, sure, why not? Shadow Claw, where does he normally go? Are you We're not still not over that? Oh. That was like two arcs ago. What's an arc? <laughs> they all look towards the readers. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone full Deadpool. It was one time. As uh, you all are discussing this, you get another text from the unknown number. And it says, I'll make my presence known at Moonlighter Day tomorrow. Make your decision by then. And that text message is going to be the last panel of this issue. For I all the it. emotions that Shuttleclaw usually just can't show with a mask, he's totally got like a little emoji balloon of how he's feeling. What's that emoji balloon like right Confusion. now? Okay, so let's get some intercession moves up in this bitch. Uh, Lexia, did you grow closer to the team, into your own image of yourself, or away from the team? Hmm. Um. I guess grew into my own image of myself because oh, I. Oh, a taxi. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a taxi now. Uh, yeah, I threw Ruby's mom into another dimension, which was quite funny. So. <laughs> Okay, shift one label up and another one down. Uh, I think I will shift superior up and mundane down. That makes sense, based on yeeting a woman into a different plane of reality. That's what you fucking get. Hey now. Okay, hey now. on that note, Ruby, did you grow closer to the team, into your own image of yourself, or away from the team? Um, probably into her own her own image of herself. Uh, they got back together and she got to lead in shot calls this time. That was nice. Alrighty, so one label up and another one down. Um, let's get mundane down and danger up. Okie dokie. Nightshade, did you grow closer to the team into your own image of yourself or away from the team? So that depends. Would I be able to piece together that the headache came from doubting uh, uh, Hocus? It's not necessarily from doubting her, but it did come from, like, as you were looking at her and she made eye contact with you, that's, like, immediately when it started. So it's either she did something or a hell of a coincidence. So I, yeah... I'm going to grow away from the team. Okay. I don't, I don't, I do want this to be known. I'm not like trying to metagame. I don't, Laura wouldn't know that there's like some kind of a mystical creature inside of her. It's understandable based on- In Laura's eyes, it's literally going to be a matter of like, maybe Alana is still a member of the Young Beacons and this is all just like their, their little ploy. That would also explain uh, a rat kid's previous actions. Ooh, nice. Uh, take influence over you away from another character, which I'm assuming would be Alana? Yep. 
I don't have influence over Nightshade. Oh, then who are you taking influence from? Uh, I don't know who all has influence over me. I do. I do. Oh, well, shit. A rat kid might? That's up to you. You know what? I'm going to say a rat kid. Okay. Because if I'm starting to doubt the young beacons, I'm going to doubt all of them. So last episode, she kissed you and ran off with your mom's tea. This issue, (laughs) Alana gave you a headache and now you're like, no, fuck her. This issue, now I'm like questioning like, oh, so this is where it's going to get like hella depressing again, where it's just like, oh, if Alana is like this and all the young beacons are like this, then that explains a lot because I'm a plant monster and she kissed me. Aww. Like there had to be an ulterior motive. Well, I'm glad you don't think it's at least because you were a little gay. I mean, now they're, they're, it like definitely awakened something. <laughs> that's that's still just a plus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Shadowclaw, did you grow closer to the team, into your own image of yourself, or away from the team this time? I wish there was a way to say that I was, oh, I'm away from Shadow. or wow, I did it again. Jump scare. This is something that I don't ask very often. Would I feel like Jump Scare would have had influence over Ramos previously. Yeah. So you could take influence from him if that's what you want to do. I'm not sure if that's how the rules intend for it to work, but fuck it. He was basically a Moonlighter there for a while, so... Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was going for. It was like, hey, we there was a whole thing about all of that. So I do think that at this point, it's like, um, excuse me? <laughs> So, yeah. Okay, I do want to still note you do still have influence over him. He just doesn't have influence over you. I didn't write down that I had influence over him. When did I gain that? Do you know? Uh, You gained that way back in the first issue when Eve started shipping it when he kidnapped you. Cool, cool. Got it. Okay, I will write that down. You're welcome. (laughs) It's the shipping that gave me the influence. In the meantime, if you want to tell us what a bag of shit jump scare is, or any other thoughts that you may have on this issue, go ahead and tweet at us at LGBTDpod. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and give us a little subscribe, follow us on Twitter, tell your friends about us, leave a review if you feel so inclined. Those are very helpful for growing our humble little podcast. If you really liked us and want to be like the very cool kids Twitter users at SuperCaitlin1 and at MikeIsStranded, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash LGBTD. Uh, We will be back next week with the next issue of Reality Warp. In the meantime, stay safe, everybody. It's the... Because it's like... It's... it's Okay. I'm right. Uh, so I'm right. I just, I'm just dumb. Awesome. Uh, welcome to LGBT&D, where the D stands for dumb. Um...